Live from the Business Radio X studio inside Renaissance Bank, the bank that specializes in understanding you. It's time for North Fulton Business Radio. And hello again, everyone. Welcome to another edition of North Fulton Business Radio. I'm John Ray, and folks, we are broadcasting from inside Renaissance Bank in beautiful Alpharetta. Um, finally, dry Alpharetta. <laughs> We've, we have been wet for weeks, but we're drying out, and it's beautiful here. Um, and if you were here, you would want to move here. I promise you that. Um, but folks, if you were working with Renaissance Bank, you would be glad you were doing that too, I promise you, because uh, I have found that in my dealings with them, they are big enough to handle pretty much any need you can throw at them but they're small enough to do it in a personal way. And that shows up again and again in how they finish among the tops in surveys of customers, banking customers, by Forbes magazine, Money magazine. So if you're looking for a different solution, banking solution for your business, go to renaissancebank.com and find out more. I think you'll be glad you did. Renaissance Bank, understanding you, member FDIC. And now I want to welcome Paige Raskin. Paige is a social media strategist with Office Angels. Paige, welcome. Hi, thanks for having me. I'm excited to be here. Uh, Yeah, I'm excited to have you here. So let's talk about you and how you're serving folks out there. Obviously, it has something to do with social media. Yeah, it does, John. Yeah. So I'm a social media strategist Mm -hmm. with Office Angels, as you mentioned, and I serve my clients in a way that allows them to be industry professionals, do what they're good at while not being glued to their devices doing social media. So I post content, I write content for people, I help them understand how to utilize their platforms for their business or personal goals. Terrific. So... Let, let's talk about some of the basics. I mean, I, I'm, you know, I think the question of whether you need to be on social media is, I mean, I hope that's answered by now, right? I mean, it, in some form or fashion, for most businesses, you ought to have some social media presence, right? I mean, are, are there exceptions to that I'm not aware of? Or, I mean, I think honestly, it some level, you have to have a presence, period. It's a marketing tool. In today's world, today's world, people see your name and they immediately go up and try to find you on social media. Do they have an Instagram? Do they have a LinkedIn? Whether that's for professional connections, maybe someone wants to book you for a speaking engagement Mm -hmm. and they want to go look at your LinkedIn and see what type of content you have. Maybe a customer is considering working with you for business and they want to see what you're doing. A lot of what I tell my clients is social media helps you to show people what you do, how you do it, and why you do it. So, yes, I think everyone really should be on social media, whether it's for business or personal growth. And that's a, that's a, um, I couldn't agree more with you. I guess the point is that um, people, it seems to me, go to social media platforms sometimes before they go to like your own website, right? I mean, because they, that's just what they're used to. They're used to going to LinkedIn or they're used to going to Instagram. 
Definitely. Uh, we definitely live in a society where people want to connect and that's mm-hmm. the first thing that they're going to do because there's also a really big push and not just 2023, but there's been a progressional push for, I want to do business with people that are doing good things. I want to do business with people that send out a good message. So what social media does is it allows you to put that message out there. So yes, a lot of people will go to your social media platforms before they go to your website nowadays. Now I'm going to ask a question. I know the answer to, (laughs) (laughs) um, I mean, I've got a social media account. Why do I need a social media strategist? Right. I mean, I, I mean, look, I, if I know if I've got a Facebook account, I know Facebook, right? (laughs) I can't even ask that question without laughing. Right. Hey, it's fine. I get the question all the time. Why do I need someone to help me run social media? I know how to do a post. I know how to take a picture, right? So part of what a social media strategist does is we can come in and take a look at your insights, your engagements. Do you know how to post? Sure. Do you know how to reach your target audience? Do you know what type of content that audience wants to see? And when we say content, we mean things like your videos, your pictures, what are you sharing with your audience? If you're only sharing content that you enjoy or that you're comfortable doing or that's easy for you, you run the risk of disengaging from people that might enjoy other content that can still send the same message about your business or your personal brand, but maybe we do it with video, with pictures, with different ways. So having someone help you with social media just, again, keeps you from being glued to your phone all day, John, because you don't want to be glued to social media all day, do you? Yeah, well, no, but uh, (laughs) you mean I can't post my puppy pictures? I mean, you you can, but what if there was a way that we could take that puppy picture and use it to market your business and connect with people? That's there what you, I do. There you go. I love that. <laughs> um, so I think there's this big thing in social media about people don't want to um, like say a lot about themselves, right? They want to maybe on the other extreme, they want to talk about their business, but they don't want to talk about themselves. And they're like... Um, they get all all up in the air about that, right? Um, so here's the question: do Do I have to dance, right? So, I mean, that's <laughs> that's one of the questions. And I can I can I know some listeners are clutching their pearls right now here. So to, to talk I'm about sure, this. Okay, do you have to dance on social media? Right. Well, dancing on social media is a tactic. Okay, it depends on your reach. Are you Attracting an audience that wants to learn how to do the next TikTok dance? Probably not. So Mm -hmm. then, no, you don't have to dance. However, dancing on social media makes people happy. How many videos do you see in your, you know, feed that maybe even they are business professionals and they're doing a silly dance or they're doing a lip syncing? It's funny. It's cute. It gets people excited. That doesn't mean you need to do it all the time, but Mm -hmm. also it means you don't have to do it. That's what I say to looking at engagement and insights. So someone does a dance video, we go back in a month and re-review your insights. Did people engage with that piece of content? No. Okay, no more dancing. Right, right. (laughs) If they did engage with it, then yes, maybe we need to consider sharing that in a fun way. Well, let me ask you this, though. Um, I think the the question is one of, um, like, where's the line? Right. I mean, where's the line between business 
and professional. And everybody's got to define that. And and that's one thing you help people do, right? Mm-hmm, definitely. Yeah. So a lot of what I try to help coach my clients through is how to use each platform in an appropriate way to reach your business goals. Mm-hmm. So a lot of my clients, when we first start out, maybe they're only on one platform. I'm only posting to LinkedIn because I don't like Instagram. Okay, you could also be missing the boat on someone that could be a potential client that enjoys using Instagram as their social media platform. So what I try to encourage people on is a way to use multiple platforms, but echo the same message. So no, you don't have to post your coffee every morning or do silly dances and lip syncing, but there are ways to echo the same message about your business and your personal brand on different platforms. Mm -hmm. So a lot of what I do is I have clients that maybe before we started working together, they have one picture and they just share it to all their platforms in the exact same way. So people respond differently on different platforms. Mm -hmm. So what I like to tell a lot of people, LinkedIn is our office hours. That's when we're in the office and that's the type of content we're sharing. Instagram, it's still professional, but let's use it in a way almost as if we're at a after hours, let's say we went out to for drinks after, or we went out to a social function or a networking function, right? We're still professional. We're still echoing the same message that we have on LinkedIn, but we're doing it in a little bit of a relationship way. We're connecting with people. We're letting people see our fun side. So also a lot of what I do is I help them identify a way to do that without being too personal, mm-hmm. right? So right. I maybe your puppy is really cute, John, but if my feed is only pictures of your puppy, mm-hmm. I'm going to maybe not follow you anymore. Right. If it's occasionally a picture of your puppy, uh, a post about a business win, or also what I try to tell people, and I know I get it big eye roll when I talk about this, it's sometimes business is hard and sometimes mm-hmm. we need to share that with people. Right. That's what's going to connect with them on a emotional relationship sort of way and make them want to engage with you, mm-hmm. make them want to do business with you. Wow. John is a, a really, you know, professional guy, but also he's really, you know, I can connect with him and I feel like we have things in common. So, Mm -hmm. you know, that's going to build that. um, I'm sure you've heard the term relationship marketing, right? That's essentially what social media is. It is a mass medium for relationship marketing. Well, and see, this is the thing. See, you've hit on something that people don't see, right? They see social media. A lot of people see social media, not everyone, of course. So, you know, a lot of people see social media as, as, um, one way marketing, right? It is, is just like traditional, um, old time media, um, is, you know, blasted out. And the only thing you see from them is their message, whatever their message is. Right. Right. So that's a great point. A lot of what I do is I teach my clients how to send different messages. So social media, especially when we're talking about using it for business or personal branding, right? We're not talking about Susie that just has a fun Instagram to post pictures of her puppy. Mm -hmm. That's fine. People use the platforms for that purpose. But if you're using it for business or for professional engagement, 
you have to know how to share the content in a way that still connects with people, but still drives them to your website, drives them to book a strategy session with you. So you have to know how to put that information out there. And that's a lot of what I communicate with people. You know, before we work together, a lot of my clients will take a picture of a product or they'll take a picture of themselves, you know, doing a podcast with John and they just post it. Mm-hmm. Had fun with John. Okay, what if we went further? Had a fantastic time on the podcast with John talking about XYZ about your business. So that's a way that you're using that content and that mass medium to put your message out there to echo the same message. Did you have fun on the podcast? Yes, but we're using our platforms for business. So let's take it a step farther. Let's connect with people. Yeah, you know, I'm I'm just going to you mind if I do a rant? Do it. Go, go. Yes. <laughs> um, that's one of the things I, well, it's not really a rant. It's more of a, um, a sigh. Um, Cause you just mentioned it and I know you, you're with your talent. You will take this show appearance and you'll do a lot with it. Uh, one of the things that um, I just sigh when I see people that come on this show and they don't use that and repurpose that in some form or fashion that goes beyond just, I don't know, sharing the post we did or something, right? I mean, they've got a lot of rich content that they could slice and dice. They could, there are a lot of things they could do. Of course, maybe they need to hire you, oh, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> absolutely. But, Thank but you it, for that plan. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but it, it's just, um, that, that, that's just, I just shake my head. And right. I mean, and you really touched on it. It's not just appearing on a podcast, but, a lot of things that we do every day that we don't think a thing of in our business are things that are great social media fodder. Definitely. So think of it this way. Before social media, you see someone at the grocery store and you strike up a conversation and you say, oh, yeah, it was great to chat with you. I've got to run. I'm about to be on this business you know, mm-hmm. radio with John. Oh, wow, that's really exciting. And then someone wants your business card. That's, that's what social media is. That's mm-hmm. what it is. You share what you're doing. Mm-hmm. You mention your business and then you encourage people to connect. So if you just take, if I took a selfie in here with this great background that you have, cause again, great marketing. Mm-hmm. And I just post that picture. It, it says nothing to my audience other than, Hey, look at me. Right. If I take it a step farther and I mention what we're discussing, I talk about how I help my clients and I share about why I'm passionate about what I do and how I appreciate this opportunity. So that's marketing myself and for you that shows people that I'm working with you. Maybe they click on your link. So that's what I mean about teaching people how to use the content. Let's add a tag. Let's repost. Let's reshare. Let's connect. Let's spread our message in a mass media fashion. Cause that's what we're capable of doing on social media. So I definitely agree. People that miss the boat with social media, you know, I see a lot of I'll get connections on LinkedIn or Instagram and then I go to their page and it doesn't really say that you're an industry professional, but they are. Let's say they are. They're high level. They're doing great work. They're on podcasts. They're speaking engagements and they're writing books, but it doesn't say that when I go to your page. So that's a lot of what I do for clients, Yeah, helping them learn how to do that. (laughs) Great words from Paige Raskin, folks. She is a... Social media, social media marketing strategist, easy for me to say, uh, with Office Angels. So um, 
Let's talk about the office angels piece for a second. Um, I'm no, uh, S E Escobedo really well. Why office angels? Why don't you work with office angels? Um, honestly, because I absolutely love doing social media and I just want to do that for my clients. So okay. she handles the business side with people uh-huh. and then they come to me and I get to create really awesome things without having to do all the contractual stuff. You know, that's, that's why working with Essie is amazing. Plus I really loved her, her message, you know, getting to know her and, her talking about providing opportunities for people, regardless of where you work, being able to work from home, you mm-hmm. know, so it has really afforded me the opportunity to be the type of mom I want to be, to be able to live the life I want to have mm-hmm. while still doing social media, which I really love doing for people. That's great. That's terrific. Um, so a little more about you, if, if, if we can, why, why does social media, I mean, all the things you could be doing, why social media? I mean, how did you get started and why, what, what, what is it about social media that lights your fire every day? Okay. Uh, well, 10 years ago, I was a aquatics director, worked in athletics for some of Atlanta's premier private country clubs. So my whole job was throwing big events for high level, you know, these are CEOs and this is where they choose to spend their weekend with their family. So I was doing events. I was speaking at, you know, big events that we would host for the members. I was going to board meetings and things like that. I was also doing um, a large amount of the marketing and trying to connect with the members to let them know what's going on and get them excited. So I really already loved that aspect of my job. Mm -hmm. Um, And then fast forward, became a mom, life changes. Mm -hmm. Um, Of course, I didn't want to admit it. No, I always want to be, you know, I wanted to, my, my big goal is I wanted to be the athletic director at Georgia Tech, right? So I worked there for quite a while. I had some great business connections. Um, and then I just decided to shift my goals and thought about what I really wanted. Um, I had had really great success on my personal platforms. Mm-hmm. So what sort of elevated that was I created a mom group just for moms to connect. And then I was able to turn it into face-to-face events that we did. And I had 5,000 plus specifically in Georgia. It's called Georgia Moms and Munchkins. Okay. Uh, that's how it started. I love I'm, that. Not, I'm not super active I love in it that now, name. but that, that yeah. is how we, we started because uh-huh. I saw that there was a need for moms to connect with people. Mm-hmm. And then I also really loved the parts of my job where I got to plan events and take pictures and connect people and then see their relationships grow. And that was so fun for me. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I kind of just started the mom group on a whim. I'm just going to do this thing and maybe some moms will connect and stuff. And it turned into an entire business. I had businesses that would reach out to me and we would create business connections where they would pay me to come in and bring, you know, my mass following. And we mm-hmm. would do events, Georgia Aquarium. We would do stuff. Um, I can't say that they're a client or anything. They weren't, but that, you know, yeah. we would come in and do events and sure. stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and then on my personal page, I am a Brazilian jiu-jitsu athlete. I have a a pretty big following with a very large engagement. I was able to gain sponsorships and all mm. sorts of things. So I really, you know, kind of just started on in social media just for fun and enjoyed it. And then it just kept growing and growing. And then I found a way to combine what I was already doing 
uh, you know, at the private country clubs, I really enjoyed that clientele, those members. I really enjoyed communicating with them and getting to know them. But then I also love the social media aspect. So the fun thing is I have been able to kind of find my niche. Mm -hmm. I I really love working with people that um, if we were to put it in a age demographic, probably the 40 plus industry professionals that know they need it to market their business, but they really don't know how, or not even that they don't know how they don't, they don't have time. They're, they're busy being (laughs) professionals, right? The last thing they want to do is be posting selfies or, you know, trying to figure out what's going to reach their audience. So that's sort of how I made my way to social media strategist. And then, um, and then again, deciding to go back to school and really pursue it further. So continuing my education, continuing Mm -hmm. to learn, focusing on communications as a degree at Georgia state, um, and really just immersing myself in, okay, how do, how do we communicate? How do I get my client's message out there on a broader, you know, level, a broader scale? Right. Right. Good, good stuff. (laughs) So, um, well, actually your background raises a question. I think a lot of people that, that are uh, business owners that want to hire a social media strategist have because there's so many people like you that really got your start. I mean, you've done all the all this other um, formal coursework later on, mm-hmm. but you really got your start through doing it yourself, right? Mm-hmm. And you learned through doing it yourself. And a lot of people in the social media space are self-taught, but the typical business owner doesn't know who's good and who's bad. They don't know how to judge Mm -hmm. that. Right. And that makes it difficult. It's not like they can say, Oh, they've got this degree or this certification and that I can rely on that. Right. Mm -hmm. So what, what advice do you give to business owners in that case? I think the biggest piece of advice is ask for a resume, just like you would with, or even, you know, reviews, ask other people that have been using this person. Mm -hmm. Um, That's one big way to reach out. You know, so for example, someone would see my resume from a business aspect and they would see, oh, she has been in board meetings, committee meetings, done large scale events, handled marketing, and is good at the social media side of things. Mm -hmm. So you really want someone that has, in my opinion, again, uh, a varied background that can pull on all those experiences, obviously having a communications degree, something in marketing along those lines, PR, those are all things that are definitely helpful. If you know, someone does have the degrees, Mm -hmm. Um, I would also encourage business owners or people looking to employ a social media strategist, go look at their following. Mm. Now I say following and we discussed this earlier. (laughs) I don't mean following. We discussed this before (laughs) we came on the air folks. So let's talk about what, what we're, what we're, what we're talking about there. Yeah. So when I say following, I mean, number one, go and see who is following this person, who is engaging on their site. I don't mean number, right? Cause that's a whole nother topic for another day. We're, we're not looking at people that have a hundred million followers, because if you know anything about social media, you can buy followers, right? So that is no longer, I'm shocked to hear that. You're shocked, right? <laughs> That is no longer an indicator of someone's actual capabilities in the social media realm. Right. So go and see what they're posting. Go see their content, see their message. You know, we talked about earlier that Mm -hmm. I help my clients share 
what they do, why they do it, and how they do it. So the same thing if you're going to go employ a social media strategist. So are you looking at someone who's only posting stuff about their personal journey? Mm -hmm. Okay, well, if you are, maybe you're not a great fit because you kind of just care about your own journey. (laughs) Who are the clients that they're serving? Ask them. Mm Mm-hmm. Now, the other thing is sometimes in social media, not everyone wants to admit that they have a social media strategist, and that's fine. Mm-hmm. So there are some clients that I don't go around and tag them in everything, right? you know, just for um, a privacy standpoint. But you can ask, hey, can I see a resume? Can I have an idea of clients that you work with? And you can also ask for, it doesn't mean they will, but you can also ask for, similar to a portfolio, ask for some of their art, some of their Mm. content that they've done um, on their personal page or on someone else's. Also, the biggest thing would be to see who is engaging on their content. So if someone went to my business page right now, I have less than 100 followers. Fine whatever. If you go look at the comments, you mean on your LinkedIn page? uh, No, on my Instagram. So I I, I specialize in Instagram, LinkedIn, of course, Facebook, uh, Twitter, you know, I can do all of that stuff for my clients. However, Mm -hmm. the uh, majority of my clients utilize LinkedIn and Instagram. Okay. Okay. So if you went to my business Instagram, Mm -hmm. go look at the comments and see who, who is engaging. If I'm posting content and no one is engaging, are we sure that I'm helping anyone? But if you go to my page or someone that you're considering um, employing, you want to see, are they having meaningful conversations with people? Are they actually engaging on their own platforms? Because mm-hmm. they're not engaging on their platforms. I I would assume they're not going to engage so well on yours. Mm-hmm. Yeah, got it. Um, so l- let's let's talk about this whole idea of engagement, not just engagement, but your authentic voice. Um, sometimes I read people talking about this. It almost brings tears to my eyes, right? But <laughs> I'm being facetious, but you know what I mean, right? I mean, people talk about that and they talk about it in a way it's like, well, nobody else can, can mirror my voice, right? It, it needs to be me. And that's kind of an excuse for not really having somebody come in and clean up what you're doing, right? Or make better suggestions on what you're doing. So talk about how it is that you as a, as a a social media strategist can mirror my authentic voice. I like that. The authentic voice. Since (laughs) I always tell my clients, we echo the same voice across all our platforms. I'm going to start using that, John. Right. So I think the number one thing is it goes back to who you're choosing to use, right? If you have a social media person that says that they have the answer to social media growth and Mm -hmm. they don't do any research on you or try to get to know you as a brand, as a person, then no, to your point, they're not going to be able to echo that authentic voice. Mm -hmm. However, for me, what I really, honestly, one of my favorite parts of my job is getting to know the client first. Mm. You know, I always try to allot two to three hours in the very beginning for like, let's do a zoom call. Let's have coffee. I'm going to have a whole list of questions that I need to ask you, you know, to get to know you get to know your brand to figure Mm -hmm. that out. Um, It also depends on what you want from a social media strategist. I think the biggest misconception is that um, Paige does social media. So she just pretends like she's someone else on social media for them, right? So that's not what I do. What I do is I help my clients manage their platforms, 
however they want. So mm-hmm. I have some clients, I, I don't t- touch their messages. I don't respond. No one thinks it's them and it's really me. That doesn't happen. I write content for them and then they can choose to use it when they want. I have other clients where I help them identify connections and, you know, network with other people. So I think that it really depends on how much the person is going to get to know you. So mm. that's that's where being able to use your authentic voice comes from. It's not my voice when I'm on someone's social media platforms. I really take the time to go, number one, and review what you've already been doing. I am never going to come in and say, well, everything you've been doing was bad. This is what we're going to do now. Well, that would then show an audience would be able to tell. I feel like, oh, Mm -hmm. well, all of a sudden, you know, John's social media has changed. Like, what's going So it's about making sure that it's all seamless. So Mm -hmm. I go in and I read. I I get to do a little bit of detective work. Honestly, I get to go in and read the comments. And then I start to make mental notes. Okay, this is a phrase that I'm just going to use you as an example because it makes it easier to say. You know, oh, I'm Uh going to, John says authentic voice a lot. Okay, I'm going to add that to my notes, that that is something Mm. he communicates in his message. Okay, Okay, um, these are connections that he really seems to engage with. So I acknowledge these are probably important connections that we want to continue to foster that relationship. Mm. Or in this scenario, he likes or doesn't engage. So I start to learn and see what you're doing. And then honestly, I just help you continue doing what you're doing, but in a way that reaches people. And when we say reach, I know everyone hears this reach engagement, target audience and all of that stuff. What that means is being able to look at your personal insights, a lot of people and it, it makes me so sad that people don't know the tools that are available to Mm -hmm. them on the platforms. Mm. You can actually go into your insights, into your engagement um, tools through LinkedIn, Instagram, most of the platforms, Facebook, and you can actually get demographic information about your audience. Mm. Not only can you get demographic information about your audience, you can see what content that you shared that they're engaging with. So that's also the other part of what I do. So before I ever do anything for a client, I want to get to know you and I want to see what your audience is already doing. And then we decide, oh, you posted a video and everyone really loved it. So we're going to make a note that that is something that your audience enjoys. Mm-hmm. So it's not about me coming in and telling you what to do. It's coming in and helping you to be better at what you're doing. And again, to not have to be glued to your device. Mm-hmm. I mean, it can be as simple as I have clients where someone will let's say someone tags them in a whole bunch of stuff and they just, they don't have the time to engage with it, but also they don't want to miss out on that opportunity to engage because let's also be honest uh, on social media. You can tell if someone is acting like a high level CEO or not CEO. We said Beyonce. I did use that example earlier. You're a Beyonce. You just post it out there. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I I want you to say what uh, we've got to get to this folks. Um, Cause you, you were talking, we were talking about this before we came on the air. So, uh, using social media, like Beyonce, but d- describe that. <laughs> oh my gosh. Beyonce is wonderful. I love her. I, I don't want her to think yeah, I'm we're saying not dis- anything bad about her. Yeah, yeah, this, yeah. What I mean is, uh, celebrities we will say celebrities instead of Beyonce cause she is the queen. So I don't want it to get back to her. Right. If she right. listens to business radio X. <laughs> I'm sure she's our, I'm sure. our most loyal I'm, listener. Absolutely. Right? Yeah. So a lot of times celebrities will take the picture, do the post and just post it. They don't 
go to the comments. They don't like stuff. They they don't engage with their audience, but they have a million followers because mm-hmm. whatever, they're a celebrity. Right. So a lot of times people try to use their social media in that same way. And that is not a way to create relationships with your audience. Mm-hmm. You just post it and you never come back and comment. Right. Or you can go to someone's comment sections and you can see that they they haven't liked or my personal favorite. Well, I did. I liked all the comments. Yes. That tells me that you didn't really have time to maybe even read any of them or mm-hmm. engage with them right. or foster those relationships that could turn into business opportunities. Mm-hmm. So that's what I mean about, we also use the term <laughs> posting and ghosting, right? I love right. that with my clients. So yeah. you just posted something and then you turn the computer off and went back to your everyday life. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well then your audience shows up, they engage with that content, but you're not there. They're going to figure that out. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Paige Raskin folks, social media strategist with office angels. Um, what I've, I've got to, I mean, we're really up on time, but I'm, <laughs> I want to ask you a couple more quick questions hey, if I can. Go ahead. Um, uh, cause you've, you've, uh, this has been great. And I think our <laughs> listeners have enjoyed it too. Um, you've been mentioning, you, you mentioned Facebook and Twitter in passing, but you really mentioned LinkedIn and Instagram. Is that where that's where you focus? Is that where you think business owners ought to focus? I mean, and it's interesting that Facebook has gotten uh, seemingly passed by Instagram, right? In terms of where people are engaging. So I, I honestly think that it has to do with your business, John. It it really has to do with your audience. So I have some clients that they'll come to me and they will have a number of platforms. And my very first advice is, okay, let's just go look at your insights and see what your audience is doing where, and then put our time and energy there. So I can't say that, you know, oh, a business owner shouldn't be on TikTok or shouldn't be on Facebook. It just depends on your audience, right? And how they receive it, but also... It really depends on you. Mm. We still, we can't take away that authenticity in social media. I would never come in and tell a client, oh, well, you've got to get on TikTok because that's where the people are. If they don't like TikTok or they're not going to enjoy it, your audience is going to pick up on that and you're not going to enjoy it. So, you know, one of the other things that I really love about my job is I get to see my clients enjoy their social media again, right? Because I've already written all the posts or I've already written some ideas and things that they can do. And then all they have to do is show up and engage. Mm-hmm. How fun is that? Right. Yeah. I, I mean, the amount of time, even for me as a social media strategist to sit down and invest in my own personal platforms, I, I have to write the content. I have to do the research. I have to know how to use the hashtags, all of those things. That's a lot of work, Yeah. you know, and if you already don't enjoy Facebook or TikTok or any of those, then it's not going to be be worth it. So I wouldn't, I would never advise someone to just not use any one platform, but I would say, let's identify a, which one do you enjoy? Mm-hmm. B, where's your audience at? Where are they? So John, if you don't love doing TikTok dances, I have a feeling that your audience is not on TikTok. They're probably on LinkedIn or utilizing Instagram. And that's where you should focus your time. Well, I can tell you my TikTok dances would go viral for the wrong reason. I can tell <laughs> That's not always a bad marketing tactic, right? It, it garners us uh, reach yeah. and views. 
<laughs> yeah, that might work one or two times, but after a while, I don't, I'm not sure it would work. But anyway, um, but what you, one of the things you're opening up here that I like is um, that I think may be a revelation for people is that um, you can, you if you like social media, great, but you can hire a social media strategist to come alongside you and work alongside you and augment where your weaknesses are maybe, right? And it's not a question of just giving it up. Exactly. Uh, one of the other things that I do for clients, so I also provide, when I say writing content, so let's explain what that means to someone. Mm-hmm. Writing content means maybe I make a picture, maybe I create a digital art from a picture they took. So I have a client um, that loves taking pictures of flowers or traveling and they love to go take their pictures. So what I'm able to do as a social media strategist is I can take that picture and I can put their business information over it. I can add audio. I can add inspirational music that mm. creates a feeling. I know that sounds silly, but that's a lot of what relationship marketing is, right? Mm-hmm. It's creating a feeling in your audience or within your customer clientele, potential customer, that makes them stay there longer to engage. So I'm able to do a lot of that and then someone uploads it. And you know what that message says? It says, wow, that is a really professionally done photo with their logo. It's a marketing strategy, but it's still their voice, their picture that they took that they get to feel proud of, you Mm -hmm. know? So yes, definitely a lot of what I do is coaching and saying, Okay. Um, well, and also one of the other things that I, I hadn't mentioned before, let's say you go to an event, right? And then you enjoyed it, you learned a lot and you want to share that with your audience, but you don't have time to do some big long post, right? Mm-hmm. But you want to just post a picture. So a lot of what I do is my clients will say, Hey, this, these are some of the events I did recently. Let's find a way to share this with our audience, right. but also again, echoing our message. So that's a lot of what I'll do too. I'll take those pictures where you went to a big expo and, you know, did the the pop-up booth and everything. And I'm able to put that into content that translates to your audience. Well, great stuff <laughs> here from Paige Raskin. She's social media strategist at Office Angels. Uh, Paige, just one more quick question, and then we'll let you go. Let's talk about what the types of clients you like to work with, the ones that are best fits for you. Honestly, I would love more clients that don't want to dance on TikTok. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> it's the people that are, you know, and I hate to use the word intimidated. Let's say they're intimidated. They didn't grow up in a generation using social media, but mm-hmm. they acknowledge that they need it. That's mm-hmm. that's really my ideal client. Someone that says they have identified that they need to be using social media, but they don't enjoy using it or they don't know how to use it. Mm-hmm. Or maybe they started using it and they just don't feel like it's doing much for them. Right. So those are people that I love to come in and help them learn how to do that. Terrific. Paige Raskin, folks, social media strategist with Office Angels. Paige, we got to get to the most important question. I told you last question, but this is actually the last question. (laughs) One more. Yeah, one more. And this is the most important one is how folks can be in touch with you if they've heard something that they uh, makes them think they want to be in touch with you. And I can't imagine they haven't. So that is an easy one. Okay. Just call Essie and Office Angels. Okay. Just call her and tell her that you would like to request Paige Raskin as your social media strategist. 
And that phone number, folks, is 770-442-9246. It's amazing how I know that off the top of my head. <laughs> People are going to find out how I know that in a second. <laughs> Paige Raskin, folks, uh, social media strategist with Office Angels. Paige, thank you so much for coming in. Thank you, John. Yeah, it's been a pleasure. Hey, folks, just a quick reminder. Speaking of Office Angels, if you have task in your business that you need someone else to handle for you. I mean, it's not just social media with Paige, but it could be administrative tasks or bookkeeping. If you've got a shoebox full of receipts, you've got a problem and you need somebody to take that on. And Office Angels has a whole team of angels, just like Paige described here, that fly in, get the job done, and they fly out. And they do it on an ongoing or as needed basis. Um, they're not a temp agency or a placement firm. Office Angels matches a business owner's support needs with the, the precise angels who have the talent and experience necessary to handle that work. So give the aforementioned SES Cabido a call, 770-442-9246, or go to officeangels.us to learn more. And I use their services, and they are fantastic. And folks, just a quick a uh, reminder that uh, I've got a book coming out later this year. It's called The Price and Value Journey, Raising Your Confidence, Your Pri- your Value, and Your Prices Using the Generosity Mindset Method. You can go to pricevaluejourney.com to learn more, sign up for updates, get the link to my podcast of the same name, and learn more about that. And I also want to thank you, our listener, for your support over the years. We're coming up on our seventh year anniversary here this May. And uh, we're, we're now past 600 episodes and chugging. And the reason we are is because of you and your support. And you have always shared the show when you have found someone on the show that uh, really uh, maybe fits someone else that's looking for that particular service or product. Um, and I'd ask the same thing, not just for this show with Paige, but uh, with any of our shows, if you know someone, uh, you see that there's a situation that uh, one of our guests can help with, please share the show. Um, That's what it's all about. We're here to highlight business leaders like Paige and the great work they do and shine the light on that work. So if you can help us help them, you'll be helping us fulfill our mission to be the voice of business in North Fulton. So for my guest, Paige Raskin, I'm John Ray. Join us next time here on North Fulton Business Radio.